Dr. Marketing Tips, paging Dr. Marketing Tips. Dr. Marketing Tips, you're needed in the marketing department. Welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast, your prescription to the answers you seek to grow your medical practice easier, better, and faster. This show is all about connecting practice administrators and medical marketing professionals with peers working in practices, learning from experiences, making mistakes, and sharing successes. Let's get started. Hey there, welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast. I am Jennifer. And I am Corey. And today we're going to talk all about managing patient expectations. But specifically, we're going to talk about managing patient expectations when marketing messages don't align with what's happening over in operations. I have a client that I work with, Corey, who is a bunch of spine doctors. And I was in a meeting with them recently. And one of our big marketing messages at the practice is the ease of the practice and how easy it is to schedule, how easy it is to get an appointment, to follow up. Up, that you're it's a large practice, but you're working with a small team. And I'm listening to the spine doctors and they're talking about how they've been receiving patient complaints about how difficult it is now that they've changed the structure of their teams to actually get that appointment and to follow up. And that one day the patient calls and has a story and has to share their story about you know how they hurt their back. The next day they call back and they follow up and it's a different person. They have to share their story again and they have to share their story again. And um, it really showed me like from a market marketing side, we're out there saying one thing, but then from an operation side, things are completely different. And had I not been sitting at that table, I wouldn't have understood where there had been a disconnect. And so, you know, what do you think, what happens when marketing message is good natured and well-intentioned as they may be, don't actually line up with the patient experience? Well, I think the first thing is bad reviews are going to result, right? I mean, that's what this Amen. patient... Yeah, this story that you were talking about, I don't know, did they leave a negative review or they just called and complained? They were complaining specifically to the physician when they got in to see the physician about the back and forth within the practice. And I came to you because I thought it was going to be easy and it wasn't. Right. So they got lucky that there was not a negative review as a result of that. Because I would say that that's something that we see constantly. And if you're paying attention and to your reviews as a practice, I'm sure that you see a lot of the time, one of the big complaints is always about wait time. So if one of your marketing messages is that easy in, easy out, quick and convenient, you know, there's access online, in-person, telemedicine, walk-in, whatever the case may be, you got to make sure that those things actually work. And when these messages don't align, not only do you run the risk of having negative reviews, but it also creates a cascading effect that can impact morale of the team, specifically the, the frontline folks that are actually dealing with the patients. Obviously, it'll turn patients off from the practice because whatever they are experiencing or they're hearing from their friends and their family doesn't align with all of the money that you're spending to market. And really, it can just cause a ton of unnecessary stress for everybody. Yeah. And I think, unfortunately, if you're responsible for marketing like we are, it is incumbent upon us to over communicate, but not necessarily so much upon operations to over communicate with us. I hear it all the time, like, it is not my job to tell you everything that's going on. However, it is your job to find out everything that is going on. 
which is why marketing needs to insert themselves as much as possible into understanding the operations of the practice. And ultimately, the communication falls on us. So teaching or explaining to the appointment schedulers what we're marketing, understanding and hearing from them and and kind of having those conversations on a regular basis. That's the only way we're ever going to get operations to align with marketing and tailoring some of our messages to actually meet the expectation of the patient and not just to like work over there in a silo. Yeah. And I think that it's important to point out too, that it's not intentional. We're not trying to work in silos, but the operations, they have a ton of stuff going on. They're really busy and they're not paying attention to what marketing is doing. And marketing typically is either something that someone else is tasked with, or if you're listening to this podcast, and maybe it's something that one of the hats that you wear. And as you're developing these messages and trying to roll out these campaigns or whatever the case may be, you may not stop to always consider how this is actually going to work. So you can get a lot of people at the top of the funnel, but then as they sort of move through, they're going to hit a bottleneck. And when that happens, there's going to be some sort of repercussions. And I feel like one of the ways to avoid that is to obviously engage the staff a little bit more. But something that we've had success doing is working on marketing plans internally and talking to the staff more, because I would say that you'd be amazed at the difference that that can make and the problems that can avoid just by sort of over communicating to your team. And that can be anything from internal memos to posting on an employee Facebook group to an intranet, if you have one of those, or just sending out a bunch of paper and saying, hey, this is what's going on. Because even if you don't think anybody's going to read it, well, somebody is, and it's going to make a difference. It's going to be positive. So anytime that you get the opportunity to communicate and share what's going on, you should talk about it. Yeah, I agree. And always remember like the communication, everybody receives and provides communication differently. So if it's a memo, it's a memo plus something plus something just depends what's going on. And this issue to me, Corey, seems to be something that we're going to deal with more and more in 2021. I think it's like, it's an old time issue, you know, marketing, like, departments not communicating or like the left hand not knowing what the right hand is doing. But we're going to see this more and more in 2021. And we've talked about this on some recent episodes of the show. And we're going to see it more because we're doing more and we're having to connect the dots on more. And so for example, we have a client that just went live with self-scheduling and it took them six months to get it going. And there were members of the team and marketing was not included in the mix of that. There were the members of the team that met for six months and went through every possible scenario. If a patient wants to schedule online. It's a large practice. They want to see they have an injury here and that opens up nine providers. And then those nine providers each have their own preference sheets. And then they have like the locations they're at goes on and on down the tree. And it makes for a negative patient experience or a, a complicated patient experience, you know, going through that process. And on the same side, we're over here marketing about ease of access and it's easy to get an appointment, but I'm telling you it's 20 minutes to go through the form online. And so I think we're going to see more of these disconnects between marketing and operations or interdepartment, interdepartmental disconnect as technology allows us to do more things. Yeah, it's a perfect example of sometimes you need to hit the pause button or kind of take a step back. And I know that's easier said than done. I think that's something that we deal with like every day. But like we are, you're saying this example, so they're getting ready to roll out self-scheduling. We hear about it basically when it's ready to roll out. So all we hear is, hey, we're getting ready to do this. And we're like, oh, cool. Well, self-scheduling, that's great. 
And there was no consideration kind of paid to well, what happens before they self-schedule or like, what is that experience like? Or how do we set these expectations for the patient when they go to do this? Because nothing anywhere says, hey, by the way, this is going to require like 20 minutes of your time. You're going to need X, Y, and Z before you can even proceed here. So if I'm a patient and I see self-scheduling, I go, okay, great. I want to do that. It's 1030 at night. I'm on my phone in bed. Well, I don't have any of this stuff. This is frustrating. I wanted to do this in five minutes and hit the pillow, but I can't. And then I wind up being frustrated. Maybe in the morning, I forget about it, or I just try a different practice. And that's all it takes to lose that patient and that potential surgery or whatever the case may be. I know recently we talked about branding, so I don't want to belabor the point too much, but I do want to say that the brand of your practice is it's how the patients perceive what's going on and their experience. So if you really want to hear a lot about branding, we've got a recent episode about that. You can go check it out. But I do want to say like against a competitor, what sets you apart is your brand. That's the only thing that people are going to take away. How are you different from somebody down the street? So building off this self-scheduling idea, if you have that and somebody else doesn't, the that the unspoken sort of brand is that it's convenient and it's easy and you have access and your competitor does not. So you need to make sure that if that's the case, it is actually easy and you do have the access and people can get in. And if not, then you need to change your brand messaging. Hello, Keith Landry here with Insight Marketing Group, talking public relations. To get your doctor story on the news, you have to hire someone who knows how newsrooms work. Insider Insights win news coverage. Our team spent 26 years working in newsrooms and we execute effective public relations campaigns. Trust Insight Marketing Group to get your story on the news. Yeah. And I think that to me, Corey, like the brand messaging, the people within the practice need to know what it is that marketing is doing and marketing needs to know what is going on in the practice. And so as much as I think that you can hire somebody on the outside, you need somebody in the marketing mindset at the table during some of these discussions. And we used to say it all the time, Corey, like marketing, like it's not just one person, but it's the entire team Mm -hmm. wears the marketing hat. And we need to understand if there's a break down happening operationally, we need to understand how that needs to provide direction on marketing messages and whether or not it aligns with the brand. And so we're all part of the same team here. Yeah. And when it doesn't align, there's really, there's two things you can do. Number one, you can work with operations to address what isn't aligning. And number two, you just change your marketing messaging. So number one, if you're working with operations, that's obviously a little bit bigger of a pill to swallow. That's going to be something that's more long-term and it's going to take a while to actually do that. But you're probably going to see a real improvement on the patient experience side of things if you go that route. So if you include someone from operations in the marketing meetings and you get sign off or approval, or you kind of like your hand in hand as you're going through these things, and you can find someone who kind of gets it and will help champion marketing and you can help champion what they're doing. There's long-term benefits to that, but that's tough to do sometimes. Again, it's easier said than done. So the easier, the shorter, the quicker route maybe to just kind of change your marketing messaging. Sometimes all this like pie in the sky marketing mumbo jumbo, it's just not going to work as much as we want it to. So the quicker fix is to change it. Like what we were kind of saying earlier, if the tagline that you're going with is in, out, and back to what you love, and you can't actually get in and out and back to what you love, well, then you can either work with someone to fix that, or you change the tagline to literally anything else that doesn't promise this 
And then there's not that disconnect between operations and marketing. And then you don't set yourself up for a negative patient experience. Yeah. And I think those are really good points, Corey. And I think that we've got from a marketing standpoint, we've got our external messages and then we have our internal messages. And we also have our messages to potential new patients patients as well as to existing patients and understanding that like there's layers to your marketing. And when you're first starting out, you may just be at the top layer. And that may be just that I want to attract as many new patients as I as I can. But then it becomes you want to communicate to your existing patients and maybe you're switching things up slightly and, and carrying them through kind of that patient journey. I think it's really important that we evaluate everything that our marketing says and then making sure that we're actually following through on it. What do you think, Corey? Yeah, you know, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. I mean, it's so easy today on social media to get called out for not delivering. I mean, we see that constantly. Every day. Right. So control what you can control and put out the message that obviously you want to put out that kind of helps you put your best foot forward, but one that you can also deliver on. And I think it only takes one. It only takes like one loudmouth, one fan, one recommendation, one referral to sort of plant the seed that what you're doing is working or it's not working. So just kind of keep that in mind as you're going through these things. And if you can involve someone from operations, fantastic. Again, it's a little bit longer term of a fix, but you'll be much better off for it. And if you can't, you need to change something, then it's okay to hit the reset button and change. Yeah. And I think the biggest takeaway here is as technology really kind of blurs the line from a marketing standpoint, from the patient experience standpoint, over communicating with employees and departments and operations and making sure that the things that we're promising are actually the things that we're delivering and including marketing in the conversation earlier on will make us all that much better. And again, marketing is done kind of in layers. When you're first starting out, it's all about patient acquisition. And then it becomes a little bit more about internal versus external and marketing to existing versus new patients. And as as you get more sophisticated in what you're out there doing, you'll improve this. But just don't forget that it all starts with communication. And sometimes you have to over communicate to get it done. And I think this is going to be a real trend in 2021 and something to really start thinking about. Yeah, absolutely. And another thing, another positive of working with operations is one of the things that we hear all the time is I see what you guys are doing, but is it trackable? And so we try and make everything that we do trackable. So it's easy to have those conversations and show real value and ROI, but it can be a challenge depending on the channel and whatever the marketing kind of mix is. But I think if you involve someone from operations, they may be able to assist with tracking how this is working, especially when it when it gets into like the nitty gritty of the EHR and things like that. And again, I think just engaging them and having these conversations early and often is nothing but a positive. Yeah, good information, Corey. A lot for people to start thinking about as we move into like nuts and bolts of the new year. And with that, I'm Jennifer. I'm Corey. We'll see you next time on the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to the DrMarketingTips.com podcast. If there's anything from today's show you want to learn more about, check out DrMarketingTips.com for our podcast resource center with all the notes, links, and goodies we mentioned during the show. If you're not already a subscriber to our show, please consider pressing the subscribe button on your podcast player so you never miss one of our future episodes. And if you haven't given us a rating or review yet on iTunes, please find a spare minute and help us reach and educate even more of our medical practice peers. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Doctor's Orders.